0: This is I'm getting on my nerves, this homework. What is? Oh. Uh, the homework oh. I'm doing.
1: That sucks. Yeah. It, which what is is it the CS or Cam yeah, Homework? Yeah, CS, not Cam. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: it's a pretty simple thing overall, because it's just asking me to find a way to reverse the order of the letters and words, but uh, it's just annoying because it's not reverse everything it's either reverse the word order or reverse uh, the letters Oh. Not the words so if the sample sentence is like the one that they have is German i like programming cheese is fun, or yeah stuff like that it's like you have to reverse the letters but not the words or the words and not the letters and it's just annoying because there's no there's no good way to do that simply, as far as I can tell, but I'm also that not sounds good
1: pretty at annoying.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to be partially distracted. Hopefully not, but uh. oh, well, it's like that sometimes. The joys of <laughs> the joys of the little homework that I do have.
1: <laughs> the joys <laughs> of learning. The joys of learning, indeed.
0: I mean, I don't even know if I'm learning right now, it's just problem solving, and this is not a fun problem to solve.
1: Are they ever fun?
0: Uh, sometimes.
1: That's true, I guess. I guess it's possible.
0: I mean, sometimes I'll have a computer science project and I'll be like, oh, this is just a fun thing to work on. And other times I'll have a computer science project and I'll be like, oh, this is the literal worst and I don't want to do any of this. Dude,
1: honestly, I had a problem like that too, bro. I was like not <laughs> having it.
0: Yeah. That's just. How oh my I God! It
1: right now. Why? Why do they? Why they give? Oh my goodness! I don't. But know one tank body. was not enough for this mission. Will, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing.
0: <laughs> Made a video on the uh, Rocket League that I saw.
2: Maybe a few.
0: Well, I'm talking about one specific one oh. that you made recently. That Was it the, my the eye? I
2: Need to Talk About This? Yup. <laughs> that my one caught thumbnail My thumbnail worked.
0: <laughs> it did. I'm, I... trying
2: to, I'm trying to upgrade my thumbnail design.
0: The thumbnail game is very important, as I've actually learned recently. It's not like I'm mm. doing any of it, it's just... I, I think I didn't fully realize how important uh, thumbnails are when it comes to how much that actually impacts if people decide to click on your video or not.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... It's just pretty much advertising. Yeah, mm. it really and is. And I need to hone in on it because I was like, title should do the trick. Like, I look at a title and like, yeah, I'd watch that. Or, uh, I don't really want to watch that. But I'm a, I'm a relic of times past. I'm not the current viewership. So. Really? Mm-hmm. I just look at titles and I'm like, yeah, that looks all right.
0: I guess that's fair. Uh, I don't know. I... I don't know if I really... I definitely do pay attention to. Um, how do I put this? I pay attention to thumbnails, but they usually aren't the thing that makes me decide to click on them. Uh, though they definitely do their job of catching my eye a lot of the time. So. I, I think I agree with you on uh, the title is yeah more important for me as to whether or not I'll end up clicking on it. But sometimes I don't even care about either. If it's from a content creator that I regularly enjoy, it'll just be like, oh, okay. Time oh. to watch I think, their news. people I think
1: mm-hmm. people look at the thumbnail like first. is I think that's why people think it's so important. Because like, you see the picture before you read the title, I think, for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: For a general audience, that's definitely, or probably, the case. I have done something that I could probably do more research on, especially as the person who is responsible for both when it comes to the podcast. <laughs> uh, which I am definitely not lazy and would... Uh, I definitely don't just use the same thumbnail every time, and just whatever first title pops into my head, I put out, and then I don't change it at all, which is... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, there's a content creator that I enjoy, a uh, man goes by the name of DugDug, Doug. he's pretty cool um, and he uh, uploaded a shorter video uh, that was basically just him talking about why uh, he changes his thumbnails and titles sometimes and the way he explained it was just like when you change a thumbnail it's like you're changing a billboard so the entire job of the billboard is to catch people's attention and when you change the billboard you're catching people's attention again so
2: just in case they didn't watch the video the first time
0: yeah so if mm. the billboard didn't catch their eye the first time they might uh it might catch their eye the second time around or whatever uh or in the case of people who saw it, they might be like oh this has changed now that's weird and then they'll click on the video again and it's more engagement um I don't think it's like malicious. Nor is uh, in the video. I think it was just the person pointing that out was like, "Yeah, that's the entire point. It's to catch mm-hmm. your attention." Uh, it's mm-hmm. not like you caught me. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe you noticed the billboard. <laughs> that sort of thing. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. YouTube analytics are interesting.
2: I haven't looked at mine in a long time. I just see. Uh... Green number and I see gray number. Determines my mood.
0: <laughs> no, that's bad. Wait, I don't know that's what's the difference. That's very bad. That's what's very bad. <laughs> uh, I don't, what's though. the difference? Green number. The means... green is Uh-oh. good.
2: Yeah. Okay. Gray is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so if I were to say something, a video is a 10 out of 10, do you think that's good or bad? Wait, what do I say it again? A uh, 10 so out of If a video what? is 10 out of 10, do you think that's good or bad? That's probably good, right?
0: No. It was awful. It means it oh, is worse. the worst performing out of your last 10 videos. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, like 10th place out of 10th place? Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh, I haven't that's... had that. Or at least the
2: the most well, recent video hasn't been that. Doesn't there
1: so. have to be a video that's 10 out of 10 then? like,
0: Yes. There has to
2: be. And it's but... based off of views and... Uh, the 10 the 10 out of 10 is based off of views but if you look at your uh watch time like average viewer duration and uh click through rate, right. that determines right. a better video ah
1: i see well i can of, you still uh, have like your 10 out of 10 video be like not that bad or whatever like yeah or... no people's
2: 10 out of 10 could be my one out of 10. i it's just, see the size of your channel and the amount of views you kind of average. Mm, I see.
1: Whoa.
0: Okay.
2: There's a lot into it.
0: Yeah.
2: Big equation. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, don't let the green or gray number dictate your mood, please, that's that's not a good <laughs> thing. It's the same thing as looking at your uh, view count while streaming, which is something that I need to never do. Yeah when I go back Mm. to it. Because looking at that viewer number is... bad.
2: (laughs) I look at it just to know if, like, anyone is watching.
0: Yeah, I just think it hurts motivation sometimes. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's also bad to have a dead chat, and that's...
2: Yeah, Yeah, I look at it because it's like, why aren't they talking in chat? Or, like, why... Is there still a person in chat? Because the delay is, mm. like, at least in my chat, like, someone could show up and leave in, like, an instant. And it would still show, like, one or two per people for, like, five minutes, four minutes, something like that. mm So, like, I could be talking to myself for four minutes just because someone said hi or something and then left. Which yeah. I don't get, either, why people do that.
1: Mm-hmm they just check in or type of thing and they just head out
2: (laughs) yeah hi hi and then never talk in chat ever again it's like what's the point
0: i uh, okay i'm a lurker when it comes to basically uh every online media platform that i exist in and that's Mm -hmm. just because i don't like drawing attention to myself so occasionally when i'll find smaller content creators especially on twitch I always feel weird about following because they usually have notifications on for that, and I just mm. it feels weird to draw attention to myself by doing that. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. so I I don't like chatting for that same reason. Yeah, uh, even though yeah, I it, mm. it's a very weird position because I, <laughs> I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, and even though it's been inactive, I do always want to bring some attention to myself but I don't like bringing attention to myself from chatting if that makes sense it's a yeah it's weird for me I see but
2: no, I completely get it it's just it's interaction for me and as a creator and as also on that side of it you know that any engagement is good
0: yeah plus mm. having a chat to play off of is just good for streaming so Mm-hmm. having a viewer that's a lurker is a little bit harder because it's hard to gauge what the viewer is oh, like, doing at all.
1: Like it gives you more yeah, content yeah. or whatever type of thing? Yeah, because if you have like, a chat, you can
0: play off of whatever bits they decide to uh, make and they can play off of your bits and uh, stuff like that. It, like That is the entire reason there is a chat. It is so that way you, the uh, content yeah. creator, and the people in the chat can play off of um
1: oh like interact or whatever
0: yeah
2: yeah can play off of each other
0: and it overall benefits to have uh an active uh chatting community that is not malicious in any way mm-hmm. so
2: yeah, like my my streamer friend that i mentioned earlier like there'll be people sometimes oh yeah. sometimes they're like yeah I've been here this whole time good stream on my head out it's like what oh you haven't
1: <laughs> the gaslight is real. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: but it, that's that's the part of it that I don't understand like when I'm in like even someone larger's chat like there's a there's a few rock league people that I've played against and you know I talk in their chat sometimes my uh new one of my favorite guys is uh i think it's angler or something angle angel something like that but it's like i'm not the mod i'm not a like a position person in position in that chat but you know i'll i'll talk with him i'll converse because you know a lot of (laughs) unless you're bryce or like john salmon like a lot of rocket league chats are like not chats, but a lot of streams are, like, low-key, like, low, just music in the background uh, kind of vibes. So, like, any mm. chat interaction for a lot of those guys is, like, it's a lot, right? It pipes up the, or it lightens up the mood and, you know, they can play and talk with people. must mm, see. Because otherwise, they're just sitting there. By themselves just playing, just playing.
0: I'm listening to music playing the game yeah mm-hmm. I, had, I think that's part of the reason why i enjoyed um both when i did stream it was either playing games uh where the game could just take my entire focus pretty reasonably so that would be stuff like um metroid or um pack and slashes because even though those games are kind of mindless you are paying a lot more attention because you're just pressing buttons a lot <laughs> if that makes any mm. sense. Um then for... Yeah, it's like
1: you're you're not as focused on your chat or whatever cuz you're focused on the game.
0: Yeah. Um whereas some other times, I mean, I'd always uh I, th- I think Will can confirm this. Uh whenever I'd stream, I typically let a bunch of people know uh so that way I could have at least some interaction. Uh but sometimes mm-hmm. I would just be like, "Hey, not only am I going to stream the game I'm just going to be in this VC and uh, you know talk to uh, friends while I play a game so just having people to bounce off of always makes streaming easier because mm. at that point it just feels like you are talking to friends and <laughs> talking to friends makes okay. time fly a lot faster and it just makes it a lot more relaxing so that's the benefit of having a chat uh, not to get parasocial and uh, and say that your chatters are your friends, because that isn't totally the case, <laughs> but at the very least, uh, it makes everyone uh, more amicable, uh, more friendly, and it. it definitely lightens the moon, as you said earlier. Didn't think this is where we were going to start the podcast on, but... <laughs> <laughs> Interesting
1: place, but it is where it did start. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, everyone, welcome back to the New York Podcast. We're talking about <laughs> this, I guess... <laughs>
1: Currently, yes. Yeah, this, I mean, is, why not? Was...
0: I mean, I think it's interesting to talk about. It's so a
2: cool. really interesting because mm. I spend I spent a little bit of my day, you know, a little bit of my day looking at stuff. And by the <laughs> way, I have four hours. I don't know if you saw it, Andrew, but it was on my
1: story. But I have not I checked have... Instagram in a minute. Ah, uh, when when uh, did you when did you post? Yesterday. Oh yeah, I don't know. I probably did see it, but I didn't. Yeah. I don't. I didn't look.
2: It. I didn't look at who saw it. But I have about four hours left of content to go through for a larger, more projecty video that I've been cooking up in the background. Oh, oh
1: yeah, you. I remember. Yeah. It was like six hours of content. Yeah,
2: <laughs> six hours of stuff I had to go through. I went through about two hours and I got that done. Well, it's just a lot of watching me. Hum and sing while I try to go for one shot in training.
1: Mm. So essentially, what I'm is doing that, right is now is that like a Rocket League move. Yeah.
2: Well, training is just the
1: free play or oh, like one-shotting. Is that like a a, a certain like move? Uh. Uh.
0: I don't know. You're just going for like one specific play, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Psycho. That that I'm mean? going for, uh, Oh, yeah. I see. Psycho is the, the mechanic that I was trying to do. And it's uh, it's essentially a... I spent a whole week doing it. And, like, it's here, here's my results. That type of video.
1: Oh. oh, so it's like a like start to finish type of thing.
2: Yeah. So, like, day okay. one I did this, day two, three, etc. And then the final result is this. And I aim for hitting the shot in a real game. Because if I just had to hit the shot in general, I would have been finished like twenty minutes in. And that wouldn't have been a very good video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the content would not have been very good. I...
0: Hey
2: guys, welcome back to another video. Uh, thank you for watching.
0: <laughs> I did always wonder why those like I spent 100 days or like those types of videos. Oh yeah, did it's so like well. I spent
1: 100 days doing 50
0: push-ups. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they work really well because. They allow you to tell a story Very, very well it, It's a very good medium of just Being like, yeah, this is what happened On this day, this day, this day, this day So it streamlines It, mm. it uh, streamlines the process of Like, story beats And stuff, because you know What I... happened on each day, so you can You can just refer back to that a lot easier I and think people
1: it's... are also Just like, curious too Like, I wonder what actually does Happen Oh, yeah. Yeah, like in 100 days.
0: No, that's definitely the case. I'm more so talking about from the uh, content creator's perspective.
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Whereas you're looking at it more from the viewers. It's like, oh, yeah, I do wonder what would happen if I spent 100 days doing this. Whereas the content creator, it's like, oh, by doing this 100-day thing, I have easily accessible uh, story beats, and I can... Uh, it, it mm-hmm. just makes more sense from, like, creating a story that you then tell. Yeah. At least and really originally,
2: I tried to tell the story while doing the video. Like, I would do these, like, little intros and outros while recording. Like, okay, guys, day two is starting up. I'm going to try and do this, trying to do that. And I'm looking at that now, and I'm like, why did I do that? I'm just wasting more of my time. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just gonna do a whole narration over it and just be like, "That's that."
0: Do you are you writing out a script for it? I'm actually curious. I've
2: already. Yeah, I actually have
1: notes for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dang. So
0: not a, not a full on script, but okay.
1: Not a notes, script. notes is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, is, I mean, honestly, I feel like a whole on script would be harder because then you like have to stick to. You feel like you this have to is, stick to it. This is just the notes.
2: Uh, I see. That's just what I wrote out for myself. I did that. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I did that intro at like two in the morning, so I'm gonna like redo it all. And I'm gonna redo an intro or the intro, just cause it doesn't fit what I'm going for now. It fit originally, but now I kind of have to redo it and have it flow better, cause it doesn't sound good right now. It sounds good for an intro, like, describing what I'm doing, but it doesn't add that, uh... It doesn't have my personality to it, it's just me, like, reading something. Okay. (laughs) So i have to change
0: that. Sorry about the nitpick, I just noticed it immediately, (laughs) because my brain is Mm. like that.
1: Nothing. (laughs) Bro, how did you spot that so fast?
0: (laughs) I, Ah. again, I don't, uh, day one i i don't oh. know <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know why my brain yeah, is like that but right uh 10, 10, 10 it just over. is also this uh. is definitely not intentional um uh you have this later on there that's fine uh my brain just went Whoa, what to this what does that
1: say fatigue fatigue probably yeah fatigue? It, it's oh nah, i was trying fatigue. to spell Should at like 2 a.m no <laughs> i i get it don't worry
0: uh, yeah, my brain went to Fatui, which is a Genshin Impact thing, so...
2: Oh, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> yep, uh, touching grass much? I, I uh, nope. No? Nope. Huh.
2: The grass comes to me.
0: What? What do you mean by that?
2: I summon it.
0: Uh, with my creator no.
2: powers. <laughs> Once a creative content creator, always in creative mode.
0: Makes sense to me. I don't <laughs> know. I've... good. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. how much more? You said that you were two hours into the six hours. Two hours in
2: into the six hours, and yeah, then after. You're
0: to... done.
1: I mean.
2: Yeah, and then I have to record tonight as well, and then. Oh, you have know. to do more recording yeah i'll have to redo the intro i have to voice over a lot of things that i'm realizing now is gonna take a long time but right now is the the boring hours after this and when i collect all my like footage and clips it'll mm-hmm. be the fun time because that's when i actually get to edit
1: mm, i see then also, i'll like uh... white the process
2: mm-hmm. but i also have to record a video for tomorrow or that releases tomorrow.
1: Hmm.
2: But after. Yeah. Oh, you do. Dang. Mm-hmm. But after March, or not after March, when March starts, it's going to completely change. Completely redoing my schedule. So I can have more creative time, I guess it'd be. Like more time to make better stuff instead of just uh, not variety. Instead so said just numbers and the amount of things I do. It's more quality.
1: Hmm. I see. Yeah, that sounds, a. Uh, sounds quite like a, a long, long process. Yep. Yeah, but it's a process I enjoy, so
2: I'll continue it as long as I can.
1: Very nice.
2: And translate it into other games or other things. Once this game is deceased.
1: Wait, which game are you? Rocket, Rocket League. League. Oh, you're st- I thought you started like a new game or something. No. That's all are for you going to- Are you going to start a new game?
2: I don't see any time in the near future because, you know, I still have to hit my main goal in the game still. So, that might take a while, but I'm willing to give it the time. Hmm.
0: I think he'll be able to do it eventually.
2: Well it's either not either, as in it's going away, but I'm giving myself to the end of this year of like solid grinding, which after that if I don't hit it for some reason then you know it's just not meant to be, but I'll still go at it, you
0: know. Yeah. Also apologies. I mean, um my roommate did just enter the room and picked up a bunch of clothes and stuff and is doing laundry so ah uh, yes you, nice. guys, laundry, yeah. you guys didn't hear uh anything happening uh no, no. But, um that's because of discord uh noise suppression um
1: nice hey look at that glad to see it works huh yes uh
0: <laughs> it works very well um however it <laughs> for those listening to the podcast uh it will not help you as you will have definitely heard the door slam so <laughs> uh yeah, Matt. I did
1: not hear the door slam actually.
0: Yeah, um, so apologies about that. But <laughs> I, I'm very excited for this um, uh, for the summer because first off, uh, my summer is long. <laughs> um, Your
1: summer is long. How long is it? Fourteen weeks apparently. Dang.
0: Yep. So that's you know, pretty good. <laughs> That's uh. That is uh. quite long. Yep. That's. (laughs) So I get to enjoy that, which is gonna be nice. Uh. So I'm. Yeah. I'm planning on doing a lot more um. Content creation stuff, uh, and I know where it's gonna start. To, uh, it's gonna start with Pokemon stuff because. When I uh come back i think it's gonna be the first week of may basically um and then the last week of may uh and the last weekend of may so the 25th and 26th there's going to be a pokemon regional in la so i'm gonna be doing Mm. that
1: wait so do you actually have to go to la Yeah, yeah yeah or oh okay so, I... do, how does that work? Do, do you, like, show up to, like, the giant conference, like, hall, basically, and you sit down, and...
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I definitely talked about, uh, how the Peoria Regional worked. Or, I think I might have just talked about the results, but maybe not talked about how the actual tournament worked. Um... I not remember. Yeah. Basically, uh, for the LA one, it's going to be at the LA Convention Center, and i uh, just going to bring my Switch. Um, yeah, bring my Switch in my backpack and the water and stuff. Um, show up to the convention center uh, bright and early because I think the tournament itself starts at like 8.30 or something. Um, you. And it's a Swiss format. So Ooh. basically uh, you will play um, every single round and you will get matched up with someone with the same record as you, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how they work um so the, League does the same thing yeah so the more competitors there are the longer the tournament goes so at the original that i went to i got to play nine matches so uh, that was kind of <laughs> it was a lot because each match is a best of three where you bring four of your six and you're playing against the opponent so Uh, Each match can Mm. take, I think, up to, like, about an hour. So after those nine matches, starting at nine or whatever, with, like, an hour and a half or something lunch break, um, our day finished at, like, 5.30 or 6.00. After getting there around
1: eight. Dang, that's all pretty long.
0: Yeah. So if the LA regionals are going to be, you know, have even more contestants... I'm scared for how long the day might go. <laughs> and
2: It might be on a siege stream length.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, even more uh, scary prospect is the fact that the entire time, uh, unless I lose like the first three, then it makes sense to just kind of drop out. Um, the more that you win... The more, at least for me, the more keyed up I was on Adrenaline that entire time. Because I was, you know, playing for my uh, tournament life, basically. Because losing even a single match is really rough. So, Mm -hmm. after spending an entire day just kind of hopped up on Adrenaline, uh, playing match after match after match... It's draining. Even though all you're doing is pressing buttons on a, (laughs) on a video game console,
1: it's really mental.
0: Yeah, it is mentally draining. It is very exhausting. Um, but it's fun. So I'm gonna do that. Um, so I'll have like, I think three-ish weeks to prepare, basically. Cause I'll gotta get
2: grinding soon.
0: Uh, I'll have. I'll have three weeks to prepare both my team and, uh, you know, make an end game and all that before, uh, and also figuring out how I'm going to get there because, uh, I don't think either of my parents are going to <laughs> want. What well, can you to... drive? Oh, I or... can. On your but own? But keep in mind that's driving LA? to the LA Convention Center, uh, which is going to be not fun, and then driving back when i'm exhausted <laughs> so uh, more likely i'll take a train or something or maybe even uh, probably not it'll, it'll probably just be a train or me driving or something but if need be i could always uh grab a hotel room nearby under parent's name or something i don't know
1: mm, Yeah, i think there's a train too yeah
0: yeah, yeah the metro would work pretty well because I can either walk down to the metro station uh, from where I live or I can just get a rider drive down there and then um, play for the entire day and then take the metro back or whatever mm. uh, <laughs> but yeah I think I will probably take some inspiration from some uh, other Pokemon content creators that I enjoy and try to make some content out of that uh, entire experience. Probably not much from the... You aren't allowed to record anything at the venue. Um, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think that's mostly because of... Um...
2: Security?
0: No. Uh, well, I guess security um, for your teams. Um, uh... So, Pokemon currently is in an open team sheet format where you're all six of your pokemon uh the moves they have the terra type um that stuff is all revealed to your opponent at the beginning of the match you trade your team sheets and you can see what they have and what you might want to bring what isn't revealed Mm. is the ev spreads we're getting into the minutiae pokemon right now but
1: (laughs) i don't even know what that means
0: yeah so in pokemon there's a bunch of funny little values uh that pokemon have called uh Effort values or EVs, uh, and uh, I believe individual values are what IVs stand for. Um, yeah. Mm. So, IVs can range from zero to thirty-one. Thirty-one being the best, zero being the or er, thirty-one being the highest, zero being the lowest. So, if you're running, generally speaking, you want uh, thirty-one in uh, health, defense, special defense, speed. Uh, special attack. And then if you're a physical attacker, you want 31 in um, physical attack. If you're a special attacker, you actually want that physical attack to be zero because of other details. If you're running a very slow team, you might want your um, speed IVs to actually be zero in order to be super slow. So that way when you set up trick room, you're actually faster. Stuff like that. EVs aren't just, like, a 15-point range of where your stat points are, but they directly affect how many or how much... Basically, EVs and IVs both directly impact your stats, and the way you train your Pokémon can change certain interactions. So by preventing people from recording uh, matches you won't be able to find out if a pokemon lives certain hits because of their ev spread or how much they live it by stuff like that so it's to prevent competitive advantages as far as i know it might also just be because the pokemon company wants to reserve all uh recordings for for themselves which i think is fine ultimately they stream the Mm. whole tournament but
1: oh they oh yeah so they can probably get sure it, sure. All the, gather all the viewers for themselves.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense to begin with to not be able to stream there. Um, but it's also just kind of difficult. It would be difficult to record it anyway, because all the switches are in handheld mode, meaning you'd have to record with your phone. And at that point, that gets to be uncompetitive. So, uh, long rant over. Um, <laughs> basically... Uh, why is the Pokemon game so exhausting and so weird when it's literally a kid's game and kids also compete, which is even funnier to see? Because <laughs> hmm. they have three different Wait, positions. so is there, like,
1: age? Is there, like, restrictions on it? Like,
0: yeah, it like the age. Thing. Yeah, so there are three different divisions for uh, all three competitive scenes, as far as I know, because there's uh, the competitive scene for Pokemon Go. The competitive scene for uh, VGC, which is the video game that's currently out. So in this case, it's Scarlet and Violet. Uh, And then there's Mm. the trading card game. And the trading card game is actually the most popular when it comes to the competitive scene. Um, But the different divisions are the junior, senior, and master's division. And um, uh, as far as I know... The okay, so the junior division is those that were born in twenty twelve or later.
1: Oh, not you. So,
0: yes. So keep in mind that is twelve year olds and younger <laughs> that are competing. Dang. Younger? Yes. Are
1: they in like the same building as you, or like separated?
0: Or... Uh, yes, but in a different place usually. Um, seniors division is uh those born. Uh, in 2008 to 2011 so that would be uh, 13 to 15 year olds and then master's division is 16 year olds and older
2: they're a master
0: yeah i'm in the master's division which is the most competitive one which i think is fair to say but it's fun (laughs) to watch the juniors division uh play especially the juniors division velatinals because even though i can see how i'd be able to beat them uh, if I know that if I was even a little bit worse at the game, the strategies that they use would absolutely destroy me. <laughs> so that's a funny thing to think about. <laughs> Why are these twelve-year-olds good at the game? <laughs> uh, seriously, some of the mm. stra- some of the ah. strategies <laughs> they use is Did you? weird. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's it almost worked. always. Yeah, the game plans they use are almost always a lot more simple. Um, so, they'll almost always bring like the same four, regardless of the team mm. they're playing against, and they're, they will almost always just use the same plan that they have. But if you aren't prepared for that plan, which you might not be when you're that young because you don't know how to consider all the options, you just get overwhelmed very quickly. I'll see if I can... Uh, actually, maybe I won't. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's something I'll just share. Children with
2: playing time. Pokemon. <laughs>
0: I mean, all I'd really look up is just, like, uh, insert the name of a regional here, and then just junior division finals. Like, it's that simple. So, mm-hmm. I think the most recent one might be Charlotte regionals. Um, so, here, let me see if I can find, uh... Um, uh, But you said Rocket League was also a Swiss format?
2: Yeah, it's, it's good when we get to Swiss. Because before that, it's mm. double elimination, and whoever wants to sign up can join, as long as they're... Plat one, I think? Mm. So literally, first regional back. Well, there's also... There's also splits, and I don't know how long a split is anymore, because it used to be a split is just the first part of the year, and the split, is, the second split is the second part of the year. But now that we only have two regionals and a world uh, champion, a worlds event,
1: I don't know what a split is considered anymore. Wait, there's only but, two regions? Wait, what do you mean? Like, there's two regions? Or regional rounds? There's two majors not majors or yeah majors not regionals but there's regionals
2: for every region right uh na eu MENA, uh apac ssa uh, sub-saharan africa and uh sam south america and each one has a regional and you stack your points in your region and then well i'm getting ahead of myself here so essentially, to make it to the regional, you have to win a double elimination uh, two, two or three-day bracket of however many teams sign up for that region. And region or regional one for North America, when we came back after the almost eighth-month break, was uh, 900 NA teams signed up so that's literally everyone from plat to the top pros that signed up and that's only because they removed 2 million in prize pool to give to uh top 128 in naeu i think it's top uh 64 in the other regions or and then Mm. i think maybe even less for the other regions but essentially they completely messed everything up, and now everything is just uh, a double elimination. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, are no. Today was I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Swiss and Championship uh, finals is on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And those just get you regional points, or points for your region, and then all those points add up for I think three weeks, and then there's a major, and then the major's in a few weeks from now. But there has to be like, the pros are playing every weekend for hmm. until the major. Okay, that sounds like complex. And then I think there's two weeks off or a week off or something. And then it's back to it until the next major. And then it's... And then it's back to getting points, I think? I think that's how it works, getting points. It's the first rendition of this new format. So we're just not even getting to major 1. Because there was regional, regional 2 for NA and EU and everyone else uh, this weekend. But NA plays a week before everyone. So this, uh, as soon as we hit the week, it will be uh, regional three for NA. And then Ooh. the week after that's regional three for EU, everyone else. And then it's major time. And then it's like that it re- repeating and then we get to worlds. I don't know how to how they stage two worlds. I'd assume it's the same thing, just more regionals and then worlds. And then another six, seven month off, off season. So mm. essentially we'll be, I'll be watching pro play until I think it's uh, June, August, somewhere around there. And then we don't get stuff till January, I think. So it's honestly quite an awful situation
0: yeah uh... awesome to me
2: yeah <laughs> awesome as a viewer horrible for pros because for that off season uh if you don't have a contract or if you're not signed anything you make no money
0: okay yeah. That's... unless
1: you have a oh channel yeah that's really that's bad that, that does yeah. not sound good wait they don't get they I mean, don't they, get they legit just don't make money
2: they don't make money you could be uh you could be a top 16 team in your region, and you could make no money. Just because you're not on an org, or you don't have a contract.
1: Bruh, sounds terrible. Mm-hmm.
0: Like essentially,
2: if you're outside the top 25, I think it is, at least in NA, you will make no money.
0: yeah that's really bad
1: yeah. yeah does not sound ideal
2: but it's apparently the Fortnite way because you know the cash cups and everything that you know we used to do every so often <laughs> yeah uh that's the system they're trying to bring into Rocket league and clearly it is not working but they don't care so uh
1: that sucks mm-hmm. so why don't they get any money they just do it for, for free well they
2: don't have an option if they don't have a contract and they're not signed to a top contending team top paying team they the only way that they can make it is at least make some money is if they have twitch, kick
1: youtube whatever um, or it's like a stream they stream basically yeah
0: but at that point why wouldn't you just stream full-time since that's generally more lucrative correct
2: mm-hmm. uh yeah. depends well, if, you're if your name's money out, out there in a
1: tournament, like...
2: yeah if you're not a top contending team like aka you can't make into well nowadays it's top 128 which every pro team makes it to top 128 uh
0: You'll what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> we'll uh, never know. That's right. Uh, money from teams versus streaming.
2: Yeah. yeah. Money versus team money on teams guaranteed. Money on the stream's not guaranteed. No matter no matter who you are in this scene, you could be uh well, I was gonna say you could be Zen, but you know, Zen is everywhere right now. But mm. You could be, like... Gimme, give gimme... Give gimme give someone in you guys' scenes that, like, you know, but, like, not a lot of people know. Or not a lot of people watch. Uh, geez
0: jeez, I don't even know. Someone uh, from... I don't... I, feel I don't know like, any, like, like that at, in I League. feel like League is generally pretty different between the streamers and the pro players.
1: Yeah, it's, like, very, like, separate.
0: But uh, someone that's well-known within the competitive scene that doesn't have much of an online presence? Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of Smash players used to be like that because they just weren't entertaining as a, a player to watch. Um, I'm trying to think about anyone i know that there well let's are... take
2: that person for example like that example of their they're on a good team or they're a really good player but they don't command that much like content but imagine they weren't signed to a, a team right yeah. a org whatever you want to call it that's essentially what it is yeah,
0: that's bad. hmm. Um, okay. I <laughs> first, I'll just put that there for you guys. Um, what is this? Oh, that's am not that. watching that I had mentioned. Oh, right dude, here. that, <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm not. So that's I'm gonna not get me arrested. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, that looks, no, that's it's not,
1: that, <laughs> that looks like a, a meme video, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: it's funny too because it says the official Pokemon YouTube channel that's literally what the official Pokemon YouTube channel is called I wish I, I was believe. joking but well, that's... there's
2: everyone with like Vivo like yeah uh, Alicia Keys Vivo so I don't
0: um but yeah that's just a video of the juniors finals from NAIC which is uh, North America International Championship so uh, <laughs> um, yeah Uh, on a slightly different note but still relating to uh, esports do you guys also this might just be a me thing do you guys pay attention to stats of like what when it comes to League and Overwatch and Smash like what characters uh, more people end up playing and what people end up Either building or how they play the character uh, throughout time. Because stuff like that is interesting to me.
1: <laughs> I don't know Not what, really.
0: I don't know what the do. I'm guessing Rock you
2: do. Um, it's the casters do all that. There's a analyst for that. So there's also the scoreboard. Like after the match, they just pop up to the scoreboard. Oh, Beast Mode or whoever just got like four saves that game. That's going to tally up to their total and. Of course, if it's, a like, a rivalry or something, or just a game, they'll just be like, yeah, no, over these, uh, over his career, this guy has, like, 500 saves, and is, like, top-ranked uh, in saves that are, like, every pro. And then they'll just be like, yeah, no, he has... Essentially just basic stats of, like, he has a 4 point... Uh, not a 4, but uh. Uh, three saves uh per game average uh he has a 40 percent shooting rate simple like classic sports like stats
0: yeah that's more uh individual player sort of stats though um mm-hmm. yeah the thing I, okay individual stats do interest me but i guess because the games i play are generally like league and overwatch what interests me more is usually what characters are being played and why that's the case so i'm wondering if there's any good analogy i can make to any uh like uh normal sport um or something like that so i could draw a fair comparison
2: i but... mean it'd be play styles but that's not really like I think... stats that's just like how they play
0: yeah but i think that's similar enough because usually the characters you end up picking dictate the playstyle you're going for so in Mm. Overwatch when you're picking a bunch of high mobility characters you're generally uh, playing a dive playstyle which is just uh, everyone uses their movement to get onto one target and eliminate that target and then uh, you know get away before you can get collapsed on yourself or whatever so I think uh, playstyle actually would be an apt comparison. So it'd be like one team that focuses solely on defense versus one team that focuses solely on offense, why they do that sort of thing, and what they end up doing that makes their play style better, or why their play style works. That that sort of thing just interests me a lot more than individual player stats, because those can differ greatly from game to game, because someone can just be on in one game, and sometimes that person might not be, you know, performing as well. But seeing a whole bunch of people uh, opt towards mm. a similar play style, or in Leagues or Overwatch case, seeing everyone gravitate towards um, the same sort of character picks, and why that's the case, I think that usually interests me more, because that usually says something about uh, the game itself, rather than, uh, you know, like, individual people, because... Some people are just cracked out of their mind on, like, one specific character, which is Oh, yeah. But... For sure. (laughs) I'm always more interested in the, like, why is it that... Yeah, why is it that everyone plays the game this way? Or why is it that everyone uh, gravitates towards these characters or bans these characters? Like, that sort of thing just interests me a lot more. Because I'm a nerd. Mm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense. I mean, there... It's difficult for Rocket League to do that in in great detail because everyone, ev- every single person plays the game differently. And when you hmm. combine that into a team element, it creates... And there's this uh, kind of uh, thing going on right now that's like... Each region is plays the game a different way which is totally true and there's definitely different play styles per each game mode as well okay, which wait. is also really cool
0: that's actually uh really interesting that you bring that up because there's a mm-hmm. very similar thing in um overwatch actually uh in general apac teams will gravitate towards dive uh na teams gravitate towards brawl and eu teams gravitate towards poke i have no idea why that is um but I think there might even be a similar thing in uh, League 2. I think, in general, Mm. everyone tries to copy China and Korea, because they're considered, to be the best regions, but usually... Yeah, I think
1: think they are. I I,
0: I think they are, too, but uh, whenever an NA or EU team does well, it's almost always because they're breaking the mold of whatever uh, those two regions have set. So, Mm -hmm. I'm actually i don't know if it's cultural i i don't know it, e- it would even be a i mean i guess it would happen there's different
2: be c- tactics i guess
0: yeah but why is it that eu gravitates towards certain play styles uh and why is it that na gravitates towards certain play styles like uh, mm. that that sort of question interests me uh a lot more than just like why is it that these players are better than these players if that makes sense I feel like that mm-hmm. mostly has to come... Or mostly comes down to uh, uh, equipment, ability to play the game, or that sort of thing. Like, those questions can be answered a little bit easier than just... Okay, why is it that the game is being played this way?
2: Again, I mean, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look at it, too. I notice it, too. For, you know, my own game. But... For... Just on the gameplay, like different game modes, like, let's take ones for example, and that's basically you as a player against someone else as a player, right? They're going against their playstyle with your playstyle. Sometimes playstyles don't uh, clash, or they can clash well, and
0: <laughs> actually
2: have an image.
0: Yeah? Oh, let me, let me
2: pull it up. Uh, it should be here.
0: I got the sentence word reverser to finally work. <laughs>
2: there we go. So, I was playing ones earlier, didn't <laughs> And that happened. But Aww. it's... It's like... I'm trying to adapt a aggressive EU type of gameplay. And, you know, as an NA mold, uh, it's going to be really hard because... Yo, bro, what is,
1: that score is not fair, dude. What is that? You, like, triple him all.
0: I looked at the chat. Well,
2: I scored three goals. Yeah, the whole thing was a chat.
0: I don't. Rope. I don't.
2: <laughs> Rope yourself. I don't even know what that's, that means. That's pretty creative. You don't know what that honestly. means? Mm. How, you don't uh, get it? I do get it. <laughs> but it's like, he's he's getting creative.
0: Yeah, uh, avoiding chat bans, except mm-hmm. I don't even think that works to avoid a chat ban.
2: It. It depends has, on how I got a notification. Oh, well. Usually I get a notification if someone gets like. Because uh, there's also uh, voice chat bans, text bans. Like, you're not just banned from the game. Oh. Yeah. Back yeah, in yeah, my League day, that too. you could that say too. something very mean, and you just couldn't play the game for a week.
0: <laughs> I think we should go back to that, actually. I, I, think, I think he shouldn't be allowed to play the game for me. <laughs> <laughs> If you are but mean, going back to. Bad. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to the, the playstyle thing, uh, is I'm trying to adapt the EU type of gameplay where it's faster. Like, a lot of NA is just how mechanical are you, aka how flashy of a player are you? And it doesn't progress you in any sort of way rank wise. It just looks cool. Mm. And a lot of the top, like, Mina ones players, uh, or Mena, however you want to say it, uh, are like that. Like there's a lot of like up and comers and like just really good mechanical players that don't stand a chance against the actual like rank grinders, like pro players, just because their game sense and awareness isn't uh, as good as the pros, right? And pro game sense and everything is just insane. Yeah. But. U is especially in ones more grounded than NA so essentially they don't they don't jump they don't go for uh the flashy aerial plays as much of course there mm. there's always this opportunities to if they go for them but a lot of NA is just how flashy of a player are you and how good does it look regardless of your rank and people will judge you based off of how it's essentially a sickness and a disease. And it's infested this continent, or whatever. But... Damn. Country. But EU is more, like, fast-paced, more methodical, more... Mm. Uh,
1: I think it's more strategic. Better.
2: Yeah, they think yeah. more strategically, for this game, at least. Like, teams will break down defenses, and NA is just... Who can 1v3 better? (laughs) Unless you're G2, which is a super team right now, which is essentially uh, Daniel, aka uh, one of the greatest phenoms of all time for this game. Uh, One's main can 1v3, a lot of the teams. Uh, Beast mode, same thing, great player. And then Tomek, who is their worst player and is still like one of the best players of all time.
0: (laughs) That's
2: wild. and then there's another counterpart, which is Gen G, who is uh, where there's Apjack, uh, Chronic and uh, First Killer, which all have the same resume as G two, but they're just that little bit worse that they're just results haven't the results aren't as good as the team they are on paper. Right? First killer is former uh, I think he's a regional winner or at least a major winner uh Appjack, same thing chronic same thing as abjack but and then there's a difference like there's g2 genji and then everybody else on paper but come uh gameplay game time swiss and the qualifiers genji hasn't done anything that impressive they've made it to quarters or i think they they made it to semis i'm pretty sure but you know they should be if not finishing first they should be finishing second but that also gives way to uh teams that you know you wouldn't think do as well are doing really good and it's great as a viewer to watch these games but as a player as a pro i would be very upset
0: i can imagine
2: and then there's eu which is which has so much depth to it like the amount of talent yeah. there is insane it just goes to everyone's heads that's like a just will do everything for eu like there's the people there like oh yeah like there's a a while back, there's, like, this guy that's like, oh, yeah, this looks like EU Diamond. Like, my... My, like... High, higher level, like, to use videos. So I'm like, Blood has never been out of Diamond in his life. He do not know what he's talking about. But... Well, but there's... There's so much depth at the top level of EU that NA just lacks. That gives him that edge over NA. And then Mina is... It has the talent of EU, but it lacks the amount of, like, people. It lacks the depth.
1: Hmm. Mina?
2: Yeah, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, places like that. I see. Middle East, essentially.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh, M-E-N-A. Okay, that's what was throwing me off. Okay, Middle East and
1: North Africa. Oh, Middle East North. Oh, dude. Okay, I, was like, what, what M- M- I was like, what is M? M M-E-N-N, I was like, yeah. I see.
0: Okay, now we have to ask: Is the uh, Australia region called Australia or Oceania? O C E. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. But dude, they I, don't. They don't Africa? show that
1: I don't even think Lee has an Africa region, does it? Mm,
0: that's a good question. Let me check that right now.
1: I Googled it. Let's see. They have. Uh, uh,
0: I don't
2: think so. They don't have an SSA?
0: No. They do have uh, Latin America, though. Uh,
1: there's uh, normally... there's US, U West, U East, NA, Korea, Oceania. I don't know. There's uh, Russia. I don't know what BR is. BR? LAS and
0: LAN. BR is Brazil.
1: Oh. Oh they have a separate
0: sure. Yeah. Latin America and Brazil are different.
2: For yeah. Rocket League
1: it's just all of SAM. Oh, there's there's a there's a separate region for like where Panama is and like where Mexico is. It's kinda weird. LAN and LAS is like lower America North and Lower America South, I guess, or something. Yeah.
0: Again, I'm pretty sure most there's of OC. them are just like where uh enough players actually uh league also has a bunch of problems when it comes to uh lcs which is supposed to be uh north american teams um but oftentimes it just ends up being like a cushy retirement um place for uh (laughs) anyone that wants to get the bag without having to actually try anymore Mm because na teams pay way too much for like um former LCK players, especially, like, really good LCK players, and they will pay a lot, but they just don't have the coaching staff or, like, the proper support to actually enable the teams to do well. It's uh, yeah. it's pretty bad. Mm. At least in my opinion. Um, That's what
2: some people have done, I think. I'm not sure. But the scene is still not old enough to, like, say people can retire and, like, switch regions, but there's a lot of like cross-region trades that
0: happen. That was loud. I clicked on the mm. game, then <laughs> the, uh, got what would you got blasted. Uh, just a <laughs> league game, but just like uh. Uh, looking at um, this one between Flyquest and uh, Immortal, um, two players, Jensen and Weipo. I'm pretty sure were both. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were both in. Um, LEC before coming over to the LCS, and I mean, nothing wrong with getting the bag, it's just Mm -hmm. it it sucks that that's what the NA region is basically, because I'm sure that there are plenty Mm -hmm. of people who would be interested in playing for the LCS when it comes to actually competing, but why would you try to foster the up-and-comers when you can instead leech off of other regions talents that want the money you're offering sort of things
1: mm. it's weird yeah i see i think that that's very true yeah said.
0: um <laughs> the other link i put in there was just the thing i'll look at for a league when it comes to what champions are getting chosen a lot and stuff like that mm. um mm-hmm.
1: and so- yeah I great! That... I look at, like, tier
0: lists. Kinda. That's about it, though. Uh, I think tier lists are good, but there's always going to be a difference between what certain people... Well, not just pro play, but also yeah. what certain people value as being better than other things. Yeah, so... I think it's
1: very general. I think they're very general. It's
0: just what they are. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they try to be, but I don't know if that's often the case. There's also just such a discrepancy between certain, like, uh, ranks like if you look at one of the more mm. common tier lists, uh, ones for League, which is UGG. Um, yeah. If you look at the tier list for uh, Emerald Plus versus um, Diamond Plus or Challenger Plus or not Challenger Plus. Yeah. Uh, even like the tier above Diamond, which I think is just Master or something. Yeah, it's just um,
1: Master. It's Master.
0: Yeah, the difference between those two tiers or those two tier lists is actually a lot and. Uh, Mm -hmm. knowing that that's the case it's always like okay I understand that everyone's trying to emulate the pros and that makes sense but also certain characters are just so much better in pro play because of the things that pros are able to uh, I guess abuse in their kits that the average person can't so Mm. for instance uh, Ash currently in pro play uh, both Ash and Varys have had like really high presence and that's partially because uh, as a bot laner you can get priority with them. I, I think it's because like, you can get priority quickly and they have good poke and they have good early levels and they scale pretty well. Like a bunch of stuff. But you can't capitalize on every advantage unless you're good enough at that character and at the game as a whole. So same reason why looking at um, Smash tier lists mm-hmm. don't work very well which is actually where tier lists originated from by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, but... actually. I could see that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it originated from uh, Smash Boards because uh, Smash Melee, it was a continuous debate as to who the best character is. And ultimately, uh, you, I'm actually curious do you know who the best, uh, widely regarded to be the best character in uh, Smash Melee is?
1: No. Smash is it... Melee. Not, wow. not, Steve. Ultima. not Ultimate. Not Ultimate. Smash <laughs> Melee. <laughs> Melee's
0: the one on the GameCube. <laughs>
1: Oh dude, I have no idea.
0: Okay. Steve. Uh Steve. <laughs> do you know who the uh who is widely regarded to be the best character in Smash Brawl and it isn't even close?
1: Oh Brawl meta Knight, right? Yes, it is meta knight. Yeah. Do you know who I knew that woman? one?
0: <laughs> do you know who Smash Force is? No. There are actually two options here. You can you can go with the one that uh is good in everyone's hands or the one that is good in pro players' hands.
1: Scorpion? Uh, Meta Knight? Uh, no.
0: Uh, so Smash Melee, it's Fox. Uh, Smash Brawl, it's. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just remembered. Oh, um, so. the original Smash Bros., the best character is Pikachu. I think it's like Pikachu and Kirby are the best two in the original Smash Bros. Uh, Smash Melee, it's Fox. Smash Brawl, it's Meta Knight. Smash 4, it's actually uh, Cloud and Bayonetta. Uh, and then Ultimate, it's like Game & Watch, Steve, and Sonic. I think it's mostly Game & Watch and uh, Steve, though, those are the best two in Ultimate, but... it is...
1: Mr. Game & Watch is just funny.
0: Okay, Game & Watch is funny until you play against him, and then you're like, I never want to play this game again. This character is annoying
1: yeah but it's funny when to watch like no no nine, it isn't it isn't nine, funny to watch. I nine. Really? really i think it's funny watching other people play him like
0: okay i'd recommend. well i guess to each their own and i'm not gonna take that away from people but if you want to ever watch uh what and watch is like um just look up any meister set from smash ultimate uh currently and you will see the way Game & Watch plays is not that entertaining it's a lot more Uh entertaining uh, to watch early Smash Ultimate than it is to watch current Smash Ultimate Mm. for me anyway just because older Smash Ultimate was more rushdown focused whereas now it's a lot more about punish game and whenever a game becomes super focused on punishing the opponent by waiting for them to make a move that isn't as fun I think you can Mm. see that
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's more sometimes it can I, be very I don't know fun what the word is, but... but
0: just watching people wait around and trying to capitalize on mistakes if both people are doing that it's not that fun whereas trying to force mistakes from the opponent by rushing at them I think is more fun to watch anyway even if it isn't as fun to play
1: Because mm-hmm. so
2: that's why I've never played online versions of like Ninja Storm 4 like Mortal Kombat or Injustice it's just or even the Demon Slayer game it's like I don't know it's just boring to me but I don't mind watching and playing it every now and then just you know mix it up but playing that slow game of like I'm gonna wait for you to mess up it's it's just ones in Rocket League it's like I'd rather (laughs) I'd rather play it (laughs)
0: No, I I get that. I, that makes sense to me. Uh, you
2: watch the opponent flip, and then you're like, oh, well, he can't do this, 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 this. Might as well just shoot it, and I know he jumps, so he only has one other option, so <laughs> it's a goal for me.
0: Yeah. I do hmm. think uh, being able to capitalize on mistakes uh, and to work on your punish game is rewarding. It's just not fun to watch, so... Yeah. Mm. I, I think mm. we're in agreement on that, so.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think that makes sense.
0: No need to hammer the point home. Ones yeah. is such an awful game mode. <laughs> Ones?
1: Yeah. Ones? Is that 1v1s, you mean? Yeah. Like one? Wait, why yeah. is that so bad? Why is that... Because in duos, don't you have to, like, pray you get a good teammate then? Um. i rather have luck of the
2: draw because i'm at a i'm at the state in the game where it's either my fault or my teammates fault or the opposing team is just that much better Mm. because it's a close game or it's we've made a mistake and as i said they've capitalized on it but there's always a reason to why you lost like you either over over committed there over committed there uh and rotate in time wasn't positioned correctly like there's things that you can do to improve like just looking at your gameplay at this Mm -hmm. rank and that's why it chooses more fun because one is just oh the 50 didn't go well I lost the 50-50 and I get scored on
1: Okay.
2: at least where I'm at in the ranks. I can see, I guess. That makes sense.
1: Hmm. I'm going to stop ranting about ones. <laughs> yeah, teammates matter a lot. Like They basically determine the game in League,
0: walls. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's very easy to have one bad teammate to throw an entire game. Uh, it, it's yeah. a very careful mix when it comes to team-based multiplayer games, because on the one hand, when everyone's working together, that feels really good.
1: Yeah, when, or when everyone does well.
0: Yeah, uh, not even necessarily when everyone does well, just if everyone is able to work together, that feels good.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, or when there's like good synergies and stuff, too.
0: Yeah, the issues typically arise in a game when one person can throw the entire game, but one person can't carry the entire game. It's an imbalance like mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, it might just be negativity bias, where everyone is more prone to noticing and paying attention and being upset about bad things than they are to noticing positive things. Um, mm. But it is the case in a lot of uh, multiplayer games where you can have one person that throws and even if you are doing everything in your power to carry it, it doesn't matter because yeah the negative impact is greater than the positive impact you're having. Um, which is especially the case in League. <laughs> to be little clear but i do mm. understand that or from what i can tell about rocket league once does seem like a very unfun game mode because it's basically just wait to see what the opponent does capitalize on whatever they do and then turn that into your own victory it, it yeah. just seems
1: uh like boring you mean
0: yeah it's maybe, well, well it just seems like it's it's so reliant on punishing the opponent for trying to do something which Uh, i guess is ultimately what every uh or like what every 1v1 comes down to it's never um how can i or never really seems like how can i force the opponent to make a mistake it almost always feels like a wait for the opponent to make a mistake that you can capitalize on
1: oh like pray they're bad
0: no, not even pray that they're not bad. even that. You oh. just have to hope, not even hope. You just have to wait to see the opponent do one thing wrong and then punish them for that. That's it. Mm-hmm. I that I just...
2: started up a, uh, a screen share just to like prove my point of like why mm-hmm. ones is such an awful game mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I'll just look at my goals here. Like, the reason I scored this. Hit the ball too far, I can get there, I pinch it, and I'm just there. And guess where guess where the opponent is?
1: Nowhere near you. Not able Nowhere. to
2: defend the net. Like, his net is there, he's here, that ball is going fast enough to go right in. Right? He can't do anything there. Let's see this save. I'm trying to get him to flick it. He flicks it. Boom. I have instant time, and so Chalik is... Usually I I get insta-shelled and I get scored on, so might as well do it again. (laughs) He didn't jump there, so I'm like, okay, I can go. I can keep pressure up. I'm low on boost, but since I'm right here, I'll just double jump and hit it over.
1: That's a crazy move, I think.
0: I think there it definitely seems like you outplayed him, but in the first fight, it was literally just, oh, he made the first move, and you were able to capitalize on it.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you kind of just lose there, bro. Like, that really sucks.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that is just the way most 1v1s end up working out, though. It's never how... It, it almost always feels like 1v1s are going to be uh more punish game favored than forcing a mistake from the opponent yeah, sort of things.
1: I think so. Unless you're, like, really confident or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like, it's for... still
0: very possible, but it just... It seems like that's how 1v1s sort of gravitate
1: yeah like for
2: this play right here i'm trying to like make him give up the ball like this is like i called a fake challenge like i'm faking like oh my month oh oh when i'm gonna go oh well and then he gets a bad flick like i'm giving up my goal all he has to do is flick this ball to the left but i know he can't really do that because of this play right here he has to go back And grab his boost i have full boost he grabbed the mid boost i'm going up he jumps uses boost use more boost more boost a turn so i know he's lowish and then i just like when are you gonna flick oh and then i see him use some boost so he's gonna go for power and that's why distance so i'm able to save it and then you know i'm at a position where i can go to the ball he does pick up my boost but i just keep my aggression up and make him like get rid of the ball. Like I could take a shot here. i take a really horrible shot. Should have put that in. And oh no, there. what
0: happened? <laughs> that was
2: just saved it was unfair. Uh sucks. But then right here I'm like, okay, I'm out of boost out of position. He gives it up to me. I'm like, uh-oh, I have no boost. He gets that bad touch, and that's where I'm like, okay. If that ball oh, did didn't pop push, bro. if that ball didn't pop, if that ball stayed like if that ball stayed, like, right here, where right... I imagine he wanted to do that, this is not a goal for me. But because I'm there, I'm close enough to it, dude, I can that's score it.
1: So upsetting, bro.
2: And then he forfeits and leaves.
0: There <laughs> three dude, minutes on we... the
1: clock. He does not leave.
0: There's another thing to be said about uh, competitive games now. It f- genuinely feels like People have way worse. It's something that I've noticed more recently. But if one thing goes wrong, people just want to give up immediately. It's so bad. Oh yeah, it's of actually Legends, no. so bad. He
1: dies what? Ff. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I don't game. know
0: why that's the case. I, <laughs> I maybe it is just.
1: Dude, the mental in Gold ELO is terrible.
0: The mental in every ELO is terrible. The mental of people who play competitive competitive games is terrible because they don't Mm want to blame them. They don't want to admit fault. They want to blame those around them. That's part of the appeal of team-based games. It's never always my fault because my teammates can always do more, right?
2: Exactly. And I will not lie, I played a who's game last night where I had 16 points. And is that if a you lot? Saw the... Like 16 16?
1: scores, you mean?
2: 16 points. Yeah, 16 scores. Like goals? Bruh. No, no, no. Goals are goals. Oh. Points are okay. based off of things you do in the game. That, that I had oh, 16 confused points. Is too. that a lot? Is that a lot? You get two points for touching the ball. Okay. So, no. So, I touched <laughs> the ball roughly <laughs> eight, eight times. times. Okay. The game didn't go on long. But believe it or not, that game was not my fault my teammate kept hitting the ball to the opponent he kept oh, giving up possession of the That's ball That's
1: crazy and wait kept... so I'm, I'm guessing 16 isn't a lot then based on no i it's, hit the ball abysmal. eight times i have 16 points it's, it's abysmal yeah. okay it's like okay. you can so play that, the game i was about to seconds. say that doesn't that doesn't sound right <laughs> yeah no if
2: i if i pull up a replay like my goal like my bare minimum is like 150 in five minutes like that's a aston astonishingly low 150 in five minutes mm. yeah. so we go to two, this two zero game and i just scrub all the way to the end here yeah. Get there. there we go and i pulled the scoreboard me and my teammate have a combined 1,100 points. I dropped 565, Dang. and my teammate dropped 680. Dang, bro! That's 16 is nothing. Uh, did you? I'm guessing you won. I won that. That was a 4-0 game for us. Oh, nice. But the the opponents weren't good. We were the. That's also another thing with like, just ranked games in general. Like, no matter what game, unless for some reason they have perfect matchmaking cues. Uh, that lobby was on average a, I think it was on average a 1640 lobby. Me and my teammate were at 17, uh, I think it was the average was like 1720 for us. And then the opponents were like 1570 and like 1680. Like we should not have faced those guys. Jeez. So essentially 1700 GC3. Versus 1570, which is just barely in GC2, and a like mm-hmm. mid to high GC2. Like, we should not match up against those guys. The MMR was not correct. MMR was not correct. The skill base was not matchmaking.
0: The <laughs> skill base was not met. Ma- SBMM failed.
1: Mm-hmm. Surely that never happened, right? Surely.
2: But then I don't I don't mind it when I get into higher lobbies though. So it's like me seventeen hundred peaked eighteen hundred player. When I get into the nowadays eighteen hundred lobbies, I'm like, This is where the game gets fun. This is where the game makes sense. Oh, I see. Of course I don't do it as well, but it's a learning opportunity for me. Hmm.
0: I yeah, I think I'm always more infinitely scared of whenever the game decides that I'm going to be the carry in a game than when Yeah, that, a...
1: that is really scary mm. for me too.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if that happens often in League, but I know that it happens in Overwatch. Um Overwatch has also just kind of reconfigured the competitive system now so it tells you a lot more it tells you more stuff now than it used to I, so I think the scary
1: thing is sometimes now yeah, like... uh
0: tells you <laughs> like uh, sorry, the team you're playing against is just straight up better than you so if you win it's a reversal uh, and if you lose it's an expected loss so you lose less stuff like that mm. so I, no, I... I have to assume that that also happens in other games too where it's just like yeah we're going to put you against a slightly uh, you know slightly uh better team and if you win this then we'll put you against a team that's even better than that and then we'll keep doing that until we find like where your sweet spot for much is. so
1: yeah i know i think the scary thing is when you check your your teammates win rates and stuff and they're all lower than you and the enemy team is like all like on a three like a multiple game win streak
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i i think just Knowing that the game has decided that I'm the highest ranked player on my team, meaning the game thinks I'm supposed to be the carry, that always terrifies me. Mm,
1: I could, yeah.
0: I I never want to be the carry, no matter, uh, how well I may perform. I never want to be considered by the game itself to be the carry (laughs) of my team. Because yeah, because that means your teammates
1: are all supposed to be worse than you.
0: Well, it's not just that. It also is just like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough for that. This should never be the case. I never think I'm good enough to be the carry, personally. So, those Me matches... Too. Are, yeah.
2: It's like, I have that mentality about, like, every single game I go into. I'm like, if I, I swear if I'm the highest MMR in this lobby, this lobby is cooked. <laughs>
1: like... Yeah, like, I, I think I have the sim- a similar... Uh... Feeling about that. Like,
2: if I'm the best player in the lobby, like, on average, I think I'm like. If you go into the lobby and you think you're the worst player, and you do good, then that makes you feel even better, right? Mm. But if you go into the lobby and you see everyone lower than you, like MMR or whatever you want to call it wise, and you do as bad as them, it's like, what am I doing?
0: Oh, it's. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's the sort of thing uh, where if you are. Uh, lower ranked than everyone then you can only have neutral to positive experiences whereas if you're the highest ranked you can only have negative to neutral Mm -hmm. because a win is neutral because that's expected and then a loss is negative whereas uh, uh, if you're on the lower end uh, a loss is neutral because that's expected and then a win is positive because that wasn't expected
2: Yep. Um, and that's where smurfs come in
0: <laughs> Smurfs are just people who want to enhance their egos And that's it But it, it leads to a funny thing in League Where people will claim to be on a smurf Which, that's always funnier to me Than actual smurfs are not fun to play against at all People who pretend to be on a smurf so they can be like, oh, I'm actually a higher rank than you, that stuff's funny. Because mm-hmm. those people are almost always the ones that do the worst in the lobby.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just like, oh, you must be having a really bad day if you're losing to people that are so far below your own rank, right? Surely it's mm-hmm. not your own fault, right? Yeah,
1: that yeah, you would think.
0: I, it's it's always just people, There, it's almost always just people who... uh uh, smurfs are a complicated issue but i don't like actual smurfs people who claim to be on a smurf are amusing to me because it's almost always not true
2: dude there's so many of those like when i hop when i hop on my alts and i play with like my my slightly lower ranked friends it's like who's because in Rocket league at least to me i can tell quite easily who's a smurf and who isn't just based off their movement around the field and their decision making like just alone mechanics doesn't matter like people peak all the time it's like oh i'm not gonna think oh that guy hit like a really fancy shot he's obviously high ranked i'm like okay can he consistently do this because mm-hmm. if you're consistently mechanical then uh, in my opinion you're at least a slightly better player than you currently are like rank wise like that's why i don't think i'm the best player but it's like if i see someone zap dashing wave dashing essentially fast movements around the field just to keep up their momentum like okay this guy's a better player than Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i possibly am like rank wise so i'll be like okay I'll, i'll just watch them more and if i see them going for like crazy things positioning correctly and like just being a smart overall player i'm like okay there's hmm. there's a higher chance he's a smurf but there's also the the other side of it where i'm on my main and someone is like yeah i know i'm on my alt right now i'm usually a, a this amount of mmr and i'm like okay okay he didn't play that much different than me maybe a little bit faster but and then that gives me hope <laughs> right <laughs> it's like these people that are like higher rank than me are only this much better than me it gives me hope
0: mm. yeah that's
2: uh, the other side of it
0: that is a fair other side to it uh, we've actually been talking for an hour and a half by the way <laughs> Oh, wow. yup uh, so I think that's where we're gonna wrap this one up uh, we I think I came into this thinking we were going to talk about yeah, um, finnaf- history and Five Day. Nights at Freddy's Oh, uh, we'll that. we'll save that for next time. Uh, surely we'll get around to it next time. Surely. Yeah, it's in the that. Yeah, but I mean, this time we just talked about uh, content creation me, uh, yeah. and also esports, e-sports and uh, yeah. gaming stuff. So very uh, online centered episode, which I think checks out because you uh, <laughs> Because you talk the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah thank you all for listening to this episode of the new york podcast hope you all enjoyed and we will see you guys next time
1: yes,
2: sir. Jana. bye bye yes